Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Fenton, and this is Your Health Matters. This podcast is here to help you learn more about your health and the healthcare system so that you can advocate for what you need. This episode is inspired by a reel that I watched on Instagram from a fitness trainer named Jamie. Um, I will link her Instagram handle in the show notes and also (laughs) this reel. Um, So she did this reel on January 1st and how all other days in the year hate January 1st because everyone's so excited about it. And in particular, everyone's so excited about it to start their new fitness plan, start their new year's resolutions. um, When realistically, you could start anytime, right? And I think that the marketing industry has made such a big deal about January 1st. And starting off as a new you and you can choose to change at any time at any time you want whenever you get tired of of the way that um you're feeling you could just change right now in this moment um and i think sometimes it's hard to know that when we're kind of stuck in our daily routines and i particularly feel like this is the case um with fitness, I guess at least because I see it so much as, as a physical therapist, uh, that January 1st is the day that you will change and everything will be anew. And all of a sudden, uh, you will be able to start exercising every single day. And I think this kind of crashes and burns um, about, I think they say the data shows about 14 days into, into the new year. Um, we get so excited about something Um, in the new year that we go way too hard and don't slowly start things. So that's why I think that choosing to start today, for example, your new fitness routine um, would would probably be more beneficial to you um, than starting on January 1st. I think the other thing that's kind of wrapped up in this too is, is January 1st especially with all the marketing and stuff around it, people have this assumption that once they start working out every day, all of a sudden they're going to see, sorry, that's my cat sneezing, if you heard that. Um, They're just going to see these quick changes to their body. And really fitness is a slow, arduous journey. Um, We don't see changes immediately. Um, In the PT world, I tell people that they'll see strength changes in in four, sometimes four to six weeks. And just by having strength changes doesn't mean that your body all of a sudden changes. So I think that January 1st comes tied with also this mindset of changing your body. And that gets people away from their goal of, of moving and and being quote unquote healthier, but in my mind, just like feeling better in your body. Um, so I think it's really important to know why you're doing what you're doing. And I'll just share um, my vision about why I move daily and why it's important to me. So 
um, first off, I worked, I did a clinical rotation in a skilled nursing facility. And I can tell you that I saw what it looks like when people don't um, take care of themselves movement-wise or um, food-wise. And this is a very uh, privileged mindset, right? So um, if you have the resources to take care of all these things, um, I was seeing people that probably chose to not to not do that. Um, and obviously we can't avoid all health outcomes. Some things are genetic and, and you could you know, be on track with your fitness routine and eating nutritious food that that helps you live a long and healthy life. Um, and you could be doing all of those things and it could not go your way and you could have a stroke, for example. And though, in the skilled nursing facility, I saw a lot of people that just didn't have movement as a regular part of their life. And it really makes it harder to recover from things like a heart attack or a stroke um, and it makes it harder to move as you get older then and you lose your independence a little bit quicker. So honestly, the reason, why, the reason why I move a lot is because I think about that and I'm like, wow, I want to be sure to have my independence for as long as, as long as possible. Obviously things happen in life and you can't control everything. And this is just one of the things that I have in my mind, um, for staying in touch with my movement. Uh, the other thing is I love playing tennis and particularly at the level that I play at, it is, it can be hard on my body if I'm not maintaining things off the court to support that, like my strength training, my yoga, making sure that I'm warming up properly and cooling down properly. If I'm not doing those things, tennis doesn't, is not fun anymore, (laughs) So uh, having that goal to move outside of tennis is really helpful in supporting me move daily. Um, and then the last thing is is my kiddo, James, right? So I want to be able to move with him as he gets older. Um, I've had friends um, that have family members that didn't really keep up a, a fitness movement practice for themselves throughout their life, and they aren't able to keep up with their kids. I love that um, my parents, when they come and visit, they're in their late 60s, and they're able to go with us on a three, four mile hike, no problem. And so I hope to be able to maintain that so I can help um, keep, keep up with my kiddo. So you'll notice within my vision and my goals for myself, none of those are related to my body. And if they were, I probably wouldn't really uh, keep up with those activities. Um, I'll be honest and say it has been in the past, uh, particularly after having uh, James, your, my mind was definitely going through a weird place, especially because there's so much uh, information that's out there about getting your body back um, after a baby and trying to turn those messages off um, was really difficult. And so I can say that at the beginning of of my postpartum journey with James, when I was ready to really start moving again, I was really not that consistent. And it wasn't necessarily because I had a baby, right? And I had to care for the baby. It was because I was attaching my goals to what my body looked like. And that really didn't motivate me to keep moving. Um, After 
getting back into tennis again, which took a couple more months um, being postpartum, then I was like, oh, wow, I have this goal that I actually want to work towards. Um, And I started getting more consistent about moving again. So trying to detach yourself from a specific body outcome can be really helpful in staying consistent um, towards your fitness goals. And that's realistically why you can start any day. It doesn't have to be um, January 1st as the day that you start uh, your fitness journey. It could be today. Uh, What's today? Today for me is November 1st. When this podcast will be released, it'll be November 4th. You could start today on November 4th and get yourself um, moving. It doesn't have to be on January 1st. And the other thing that I will say about this is that um, if you're starting to get back into a movement routine and it's been a while, don't go 3,000%, right? I think I've said this a lot and I'll say it again. Don't go 3,000%. Take small steps um, to get towards your goals, right? So if you want to get into a yoga practice, for example, maybe you don't um, do the entire hour practice. You start with 10 to 20 minutes, something that you can tolerate and feels um, achievable. When we go all in like that, and we're really, really sore the next day, we're not really motivated to keep moving. So starting small really helps you to build up to something bigger if that's what you want. Um, And I think the big message here is, is that with movement, make a goal outside of how you want your body to look, a vision for what your future is, and that will really help you stay committed um, to moving and your fitness goals. So again, you don't have to start January 1st. You can start moving today. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Health Matters. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And to learn more from me, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jackie Fenton. I look forward to chatting with you next week.